0: Hey, Fro, we want to hear a joke? Yes. A man is driving down a country road when he fo- spots a farmer standing in the middle of his field. The man gets out of his car, and he walks all the way out to the farmer and asks him, Excuse me, but what are you doing? And the farmer says, I'm trying to win a Nobel Prize. And the, the man looks puzzled and asks, What? And the farmer replies, Well, I heard they give out Nobel Prizes uh, to people who are outstanding in their field.
1: (laughs) On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll talk of News of the Week, TV of the Week, the worst Nobel Peace Prize ever, Movie of the Week, and another digital review of Adrift.
0: This is Another Digital Citizen. 5-0-4
1: 5 Five zero, tela- five five zero 4, the the four. four. The Broad 5 broadway before to base 7-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4-4 4- Order 4- 4- 4- 4- 4- 4- 4- 4- 4- 4- Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Digital Citizen uh, episode 139. Hello, Luke.
0: Hi, from hi, everybody.
1: Did you know that uh, we had done 138 episodes before this?
0: I was aware of that, due to the counting <laughs> that we do.
1: Do you know what? It's kind of strange. I, I think I always say I always say this, but. It never feels like we have done a hundred and thirty-nine episodes. Some some episodes <laughs> feel like we have done hundred and thirty-nine episodes, but it usually doesn't feel like we have done as many as we have.
0: Uh, just when you think you when you think about it, you have, at least for me, I have to think about okay, how many years is hundred and thirty? How many weeks? You know, it's 139 weeks in years, and then you go, mm. okay, that is a long time, when you start to think about it, mm. but not long compared to some people who do podcasts, but we're still doing it, I guess, right? Oh, I'm I'm still doing it. I don't know about you. <laughs> Are you still doing it? I think so, unless nobody hears this, and then <laughs> then we will some know time. I'm no law. Lo- I quit sometime after we finished recording. <laughs> this
1: episode broke Luke
0: <laughs>
1: before we even started.
0: The lost episode. So, yeah,
1: isn't it fi- kind of funny? We talked uh, some weeks ago about pogs on the podcast. You made the joke about pogs. I think was it last week or the week before
0: that? I don't remember. I don't even remember making a joke about pogs. So there.
1: (laughs) Oh, you made the. We we were talking about uh, things that made us feel old. I think. Oh right, okay, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Had to have been at least two weeks, maybe even three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh,
1: And uh, and you said like, oh, remember when we played pogs? And I said, yeah. And you said to me. And I quote you, I wonder where, if that will ever make it come back. And I laughed at you, and I said, ha that will never, ever happen. <laughs>
0: right, yes, I do remember this <laughs> now.
1: Yep. <Yeah. clears throat> uh, will you tell me about what you found out?
0: Well, apparently, this is according to Eurogamer.net, uh... <laughs> Pogs are making a comeback. A London team has licensed Pogs for a, ga- a new augmented reality mobile game. Augmented reality mobile game. So, meaning, like, it's not even just in your phone. It's going to be an augmented reality game, which is... That's pretty cool. Uh, which doesn't mean a whole new printing of Pogs, but it does mean you can scan old Pogs if you still happen to have them lying around. <laughs> I don't know who's still... I guess maybe... Hmm. Uh... Some of those Pogs were worth nothing. Were any Pogs ever worth any money? I don't remember that that being a thing. Uh,
1: uh, do you have any Pogs?
0: Mm, I want to say no. Uh, but who knows? There could be a box under my parents' house somewhere that has Pogs in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it, it 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 is so funny that that we talked about it and I made a joke out of it like ha 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 that will never happen and two weeks after I made uh, we talked about it uh we found out that it's actually happening
0: and it's going to be like a <laughs> it's going to be like kind of a um what do you call it uh like a not I wonder if you're gonna be able to use augmented reality glasses. I mean there aren't really any of those available like right now that are very good, but maybe it's gonna be more like Pokemon Go kind of augmented reality, and not so much with like the glasses. But that would be cool. Okay, wait a second, I'm looking here. Jurassic paw po- Jurassic Park pogs Jurassic Park Pog six hologram pog pack with slammer one million dollars, bro.
1: Ooh, shit!
0: For six or five pogs and a slammer, six pogs and a slammer, which are ho- holographic, original Jurassic Park, like the first movie. Which I guess that would have been when pogs were actually cool, is when that mo- movie originally came out. A uh, million dollars, though—that's nuts. That is nuts,
1: and uh, it's—it's so—it's so—it's so out of left. I feel like. It's 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 something I really don't uh, want. But now that I see it, I'm I'm a little like, hmm. I'll try that. App.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as long as it doesn't cost too much. If it's a dollar ninety nine, I'd buy it. If it's free, I'd buy it. If it's five ninety nine, I would not buy it. You know what I mean? But so there's a price point. That, mm-hmm. But one ninety nine, I'd be interested enough just for the n- nostalgia of my childhood to play yeah, it on yeah, my phone. Yeah, yeah, for me too.
1: Sure. Yeah, me too. Uh, Okay, let's uh, uh, go into the news.
0: Well, how was your week? Uh, Okay, we didn't even talk about what we did this week.
1: Oh, I've been sick all week, so I've been in bed.
0: Oh right. So if you hear Fro coughing, hopefully he can mute it. But Fro's got a little (sighs) cough still, like I did last week. Yeah. So. Yes. I had a crazy yeah, week. Uh, I, speaking of lots of money okay. for things, I spent a lot of money in one... I spent more money in one day this week than I have in a very long time because I bought an air conditioner. <laughs> I broke down for the summer, Fro. Fro always hears me use my fan, and I always got the fan on in the background. Now, if you hear the fan, Fro, it's an air conditioner because I broke down and spent oh. a lot of money and bought an air conditioner. Um, <sighs> I'm going to ask you, like, under my breath, how much... Mm. I'm not going to it it was hundreds of dollars, let's just say that. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't over hundreds, but it was hundreds of dollars. Uh it was more than I, I you know, I'm not a rich man, but it was it's something I needed, I guess. I mean, once it really gets into summer and it really gets hot, it's it can be unbearable, but uh hopefully it lasts a while. That's the thing about you know new electronics. You're always worried they're gonna just break like after the the warranty gets over after a year or whatever, and then the thing just instantly breaks. It's kind of what I'm worried about. But I got a new uh, computer chair I'm sitting in too. I got it for free. Ooh, I know. Kick okay. ass. Uh, neighbor, she had like she didn't. She had ba- She has back problems, and she got this chair, and it didn't jive with her back. And so she just got rid of it, and she gave it to me. And it's like nice poofy leather office chair for free, <laughs> and office chairs are not cheap. Mm. If you know, if you've ever anybody out there has bought office chairs, they're expensive.
1: Mm. So we start uh, this week with uh, WWE news, kind of, kind of, kind
0: of. Yeah. Well, it is. It actually really is. <laughs> uh,
1: Al Qaeda and. Arabian Peninsula. Peninsula? Peninsula. Yeah. Has warned Saudi Arabia's reform crown uh, prince Mohammed bin Salam over his sinful project in a bulletin released Friday. Prince uh, Mohammed has spread a string of policy changes in ultra conservative. Arabia areas, including reinstalling cinemas and allowing women to drive. The which I saw an uh, article ins- like
0: just yesterday. Uh, yesterday was when <laughs> a lot of the women who um, signed up for licenses actually got their licenses. So if you go online, there's some cool pictures of you know these women uh, just standing, you know, smiling, holding up their new driver's license, which is kind of cool to see, I guess. Even though you know it's yeah. still not that progressive, but continue.
1: No, no. Uh, the new era of bin Salam uh, re- replaced mosques with movie theaters. The Yemen-based jihadist group said, in a uh, Maddad news bulletin picked up by site intelligence group, substituted books that belongs to the iman with abstracts of atheists and secularists from the east and west. And opened the door wide for corruption and moral degradation," it's it said. So,
0: in a statement, and I, and uh, accept- yeah. yeah, in a statement, the AQAP, well, meaning Al Qaeda, slammed April's WWE Royal Rumble event in Saudi, in the Saudi <laughs> coastal city of Jeddah, uh, near yeah. Islam's most holy site of Mecca. Uh, dis. Uh, foreigners disbelieving wrestlers exposed their privates, and on most of them was the sign of the cross in front of a mixed gathering of young Muslim men and women. The si- mm-hmm. in front, wait, okay. On most of them was the sign of the cross. Did you do you remember uh-huh. that? Nope. <laughs> oh, I get uh, whatever. Uh, the corruptors did not stop at that. For every night, musical concerts are being announced, as well as movies and circuses. Uh, which, I'm not a fan of the circus either, but that's because circuses are horrible to animals. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, I guess WWE could say the th- same about human beings, kind of, in a way. Uh, I don't know, this is weird. Al-Qaeda is basically saying they're warning the Saudi Arabian crown prince. I, I guess that means... What does warning mean? Like we're gonna do? We're gonna cut? We're gonna you know do some kind of terrorist attack? We're gonna try to assassinate you? Something like that? They're over a Royal Rumble. <laughs> this is crazy mm-hmm. when you think about it. It's uh,
1: it's super crazy, and it's so it's so. I think I think the I think the most my my biggest argument for for this being crazy is, it, it's it's reform they they see it as a threat and as a reformance into uh, uh, their life i don't get that like western uh, like a wrestling show is against the quran like i i never ever heard that i know many muslim uh, people has been uh, fans of WWE for long.
0: Well, I'm There's guessing it, well, according to long. this, I mean, as far as, like, what they're supposed to wear, uh, how they're supposed to have their hair, they're not supposed to cut their beards, these kind of things, all those things are stuff that WWE... I mean, these, these are guys coming out in their underwear, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So yeah. That's what they're more going off of, and then... Uh, I mean, they even changed it. A, we we didn't talk a lot about it. We talked about it a little bit on the show, but they changed a lot of stuff as far as the way WWE runs just to do it in Saudi Arabia. That
1: mm-hmm. if they would have
0: done it regu- the way they regularly do, like do shows in America, it, the people there and Al Qaeda would even be more mad about this. But I think uh, as far like d- the Saudis got mad over. A commercial that was run during that Royal Rumble event as well, just for showing women at all, in the mm-hmm. commercial. Mm-hmm. So, this whole thing is coming from, uh, they they don't want to be westernized, and they're afraid, it, what did it say? Afraid of corruption and moral degradation. That's what they say they're afraid of. But, you know, they, not that like they morally degradate women over there at all, so.
1: Never. Never, ever going to happen. They are so nice to women over there. <laughs> mhm. And uh, people, yes, that was irony. So, uh, if you go to Oslo, you can see a lot of uh, tourist attractions. You can see uh, the Royal uh, Hall. You can see. Uh, the Norwegian government
0: building. You can see a uh, jumping. To... Sorry. Those two buildings do not sound very exciting. I got to be honest.
1: Well, you can see a lot of things. You can see uh, uh ski jump. Okay. Yeah, if you go to Oslo. And now you can see a red version of a butt plug Santa statue in Oslo. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: how does this statue look? look? Uh, looks like a garden gnome, except he's holding a giant butt plug. I yes. mean, it just really does, but it's a giant garden gnome, like uh, what it says somewhere here. Six meters?
1: It's six meters, yeah.
0: Mm. So, yeah, pretty. Yeah. I mean, uh, just to kind of, if you were to. That car in the background, there's just kind of a Volvo in the background. I bet if you stacked six Volvos on top of each other, that's how tall it is. Yeah. Yes.
1: And the statue is the red version of the original bronze
0: by uh,
1: McCarthy, a 72-year-old artist from Los Angeles, and uh, it's officially (laughs) named Santa. But it's uh, also known as the butt plug g- gnome. Ay, ay, ay. Sunday is one of the biggest symbols in, of consumers culture. When it's placed, <laughs> I placed a butt plug in his hand. It would have been uh, a Christmas tree, not Bransoni. What's that? I have no idea. Yeah, uh, uh, therefore, uh, it's therefore sadly exists on three levels. The card already broadcaster NRK uh, to. Uh, so this is uh, in a roundabout in in Oslo, and then it is maybe the most.
0: I I I think I I, I like it. Uh, I, I mean, it's yet? supposed to be provocative. It even says "created by provocative artist uh, McCarthy." Right. So he—it's not like he just created it and it—it uh, it happens to accidentally look like a butt plug. It's not like that. He yeah. meant for it to look no, this way. It's meant to meant be to, yeah. uh, provocative and make people go, "Oh, what the hell? Is, what's going on here?" Uh, it says here in 2014, McCarthy was slapped in the face and called unfrench by people in Paris after unveiling a work of a similar theme, a large tree with a striking resemblance to another sex toy. Uh, The Paris installation was vandalized and removed shortly afterwards. So he's done these kind of installations in other places, and they were not super happy about it. I guess Brancusi, Fro, that you were asking about? Mm. Uh, Constantine Brancusi was a Romanian sculptor, painter, and photographer whose work is in the Guggenheim. So he's just a famous sculptor.
1: Ah. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, uh, the original, uh, uh, he made it uh, for the city of Rotterdam. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and uh, also, in 2014, McCarthy was slapped in the face and called unFrench french by pass- passerbys after... Uh, Unwielding a work with a similar uh, theme, a large tree with a striking resemblance to a sex toy. This Paris installation was vandalized and removed shortly after.
0: It just seems like a strange time of year for this to be. Like you think that this kind of thing would be something you would put up around Christmas time. You know what I mean? Yeah. As kind of, like I see it as kind of a statement on the fact that Christmas is based off of. Uh, phallic imagery, which we've talked a lot. We did a whole show on that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We did a whole thing about Christmas yes. and how the Christmas tree is phallic imagery, the Yule log is phallic imagery um, from you know uh, pagan roots. So I, I understand what he's going for in that sense, but it's strange that he would put it out in summer. But maybe it's going to be there all the way through Christmas. I don't know. Hmm. Uh,
1: talking about uh, uh, Norway, um, eight-time Olympian champion Usain Bolt caused to stir on Wednesday when he showed up uh, for training in Norway with top-flight uh, uh, football team Stremskutse. The Jamaican sprinter at 31 uh, could play in a training uh, match against Norway under 19 next week who has the world record holder for 100 and 200 meters, has uh, previously trained with German Bundesliga giants uh, Borussia Dortmund and South African club Melody Sundowns. That's a really, really cool name for a football team.
0: I guess so. I have no idea what it means, but...
1: Memaldi Sunda.
0: Knowing South Africa, yeah. it could be something racist is the problem, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but the Atlantic
1: legend said they took football seriously and even suggested he should uh, himself uh, playing permanently in Norway, he told Vega. It's a country I g- generally uh, unknown. known. You never know what happened. I just want to play football and prove uh, for myself That I'm good enough, he
0: said. I was totally unaware that Usain Bolt wanted to play football. mm. I was... Did you? Nope. I I didn't know this was... I I, I mean, I guess he knew that, but I mean, even according to this article, it doesn't say anywhere in this article, like, uh, oh, he's been going to other teams and training... I don't see any of that. It just seems like he really likes Norway. He likes to play football. This is a really good club. And he's like, these Mm -hmm. are the guys I want to play for. Um, Yeah. Can you imagine him being like a a striker? He just takes off down the field.
1: That would be so fucking amazing. I mean, I would love to see that.
0: Uh, the problem is his footwork. I mean, he can be really fast, but if his footwork isn't good enough, he's not right. going to be able to keep the ball up with himself, so... Right. Uh, getting his footwork to be good enough to uh, g- keep up with his own speed, I mean, that's the part that would be really interesting to see.
1: I'm here to get in shape. I'm glad the gl- uh, club uh, come on, let me train here. Uh, I'm high tempo, <laughs> and that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, still the sporting uh, director, uh, Pugh, a former Norwegian international, said that the club uh, first team players have been unaware of the Olympic spinter should join them for training. So,
0: I could see that getting a huge rating on, in, on TV, like around the world. I can see a lot of people wanting to see him play for the, like his first game.
1: Football? Yeah. yeah. And how amazing would it be for a Norwegian team to just snap uh, snap him off?
0: Oh, right. You know that once other teams hear about this, they're going to be like, oh, because it's not only could he end up being a good player just because of his speed, Mm. but just the draw, as far as I was saying, like uh, selling tickets, like CM Punk is not a good mixed martial artist, but he's a draw as far as bringing people into pay-per-views, getting people to pay the money. So other teams, I can see trying to. Well, they're gonna try to uh, pay more money than Norway to try to get him over. I, it's gonna happen, but we'll see.
1: But uh, yeah, I I really uh, hope he will play for a Norwegian team. It would be fun, fun uh, for for Norway to have a such a international star, as you said.
0: Right, in, or he could turn business. out really terrible. He could; it, it could be like he it has the be. worst stats ever. When I was a kid, Michael Jordan played yeah, baseball for a, like a season. After. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and he was I mean, awful. He was the fucking worst. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. I actually <laughs> have a couple uh, somewhere in like a in a tin somewhere. Uh, I have a couple of uh, Michael Jordan baseball cards. Wow. <laughs>
1: Oh. Mhm. Mm. Ah. It that reminds me of pogs again. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, I, I believe I bet you I bought those at a, a store where I would have also been buying pogs cuz uh, I mean, <laughs> at least in America, um like, baseball card shops don't really exist like they did when I was a kid. There was, like, multiple in mm. the town that I lived when I was a kid, and now there, I, there's none, really, so. Oh, let's go to
1: Canada. Let's uh, hear what uh, happened with an LSD uh, experiment over in Canada, Luke. Uh,
0: allegedly. I guess, a group of Canadians affected by CIA. So not only was this from the Canadian government, but from the CIA, the U.S. government. Uh, Canadians affected by CIA brainwashing experiments at McGill University, uh, Allen Memorial Institute. Uh, They met for the first time Sunday to start organizing for a public apology and compensation from the federal Canadian government. Uh, through a possible class action lawsuit. Around 40 peop- people gathered in Montreal condo to share their stories uh, and support each other. Uh, the pain many said was palpable in the room. Uh, here's a quote from Gina Bog, who is a patient at the Allens in her teens in 1959. The government should offer an apology and there should be Uh, recognition of the injustice that was done Um, here we go
1: yeah it's pretty it's pretty terrible Uh, it looks like they they have gone through a lot of shit
0: right Uh, Cameron who is the the doctor that was uh, dr. Ewan Cameron Director of Psycho- uh, Psychiatric Hospital between 1943 and 1964. He ran a depatterning and psychic driving experiments that attempted to erase patients' memories and reprogram them with new thoughts. He tested experimental drugs like LSD and PCP, uh, medically induced sleep for extended periods and oversaw extreme forms of electroshock and sensory deprivation therapy. Many of his pa- many of his patients were uh, were left with brain damage. Uh, so this Oof. stuff is pretty much all been proven, but the U.S. and Canadian government has not acknowledged it. Uh, the federal government provided Cameron with more than a uh, half a million between half a million dollars between 1950 and 1965, uh, mm. along with smaller amounts of funding from the U.S. CIA uh, using a front organization called the Society for the Investigation of Human Ecology. So the CIA was doing it like under the table using a secret front organization. So these people are going to sue the Canadian government uh, over being in a governmental reprogramming brain- CIA brainwashing experiment. This is pretty crazy. This is right up mm. our alley as far as news goes from.
1: Oh, Definitely. Uh, because it's not that long time, uh, time ago we we talked about the similar situation uh, and we talked about LSD experiments on on this podcast before. So
0: in in London though, right? We talked about the ones in London yeah. and we kind of talked about MK yeah. Ultra a little bit, not like in full. We we talked about it on other topics, and this is pretty much the same time period when MK Ultra would have actually been happening, and that. Like, mm. that's what MKUltra was, was a brainwashing, uh, LS- they were using LSD and other drugs to, this is, uh, this is people from that, those MK Ultra experiments suing, uh, for distress, and I heard an interview with somebody, uh, I think, I believe it was the lady that you see there, um, in the picture at the top of the article we're reading, from mm. Canadian Broadcast, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, um, she, I heard an interview with her, and she, the real thing that she said, like, she was involved in it, but uh, she was more uh, distraught by the fact that her parents were also involved in it, and she didn't know how deep and how, um, how much their lives were affected by it, because bef- uh, they never talked to her about it before they died. So, some deep, uh, scarring stuff for these people. Jesus. Oh.
1: So, uh, oh, this story, this story, 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 story. Uh, I heard about this on another podcast, uh, about uh, this guy uh, tricking his his whole family. Uh, Arkadi Babashenko? Sure. Sure? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he uh, killed himself. Well... Uh, <laughs> It sounds like he committed suicide, <laughs> but he didn't. <laughs> but he he, he he killed himself and didn't commit suicide. How is that possible? Uh, he made people believe he was dead. Uh, he was reportedly murdered in Kiev on Tuesday. Uh, and suddenly he came back to life on Wednesday. During a televised briefing by the Ukraine State Security about the killing that they have had faked, and his own fucking wife didn't know about this.
0: Well, according to authorities, uh, authorities said babachenko was shot dead in his flat and found by his wife in a pool of blood. So of mm-hmm. course, his wife his wife is the one who found him in uh, initially and reported him dead, and then it turns out he... It looks like the next day. I mean, like, Tuesday it happened, Wednesday is when they did the press conference, or was it a week, like it was Tuesday and then a week later on Wednesday? Mm, No, it looks like a day later. No, it looks a day later, yeah. Like, what's the point of faking your death for a day? That's the part I'm confused about here. Mm. I don't
1: know. Um, I would like to apologize for <laughs> what you I have had to go through, uh, Bobenko said, uh, uh, crying. I'm sorry, but there was no other way of doing it separately. I want to apologize to my wife for the hell she's been through. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sure I would forgive him. <laughs>
0: Is that okay? Uh, I, it, it, yeah. I, Especially when he just... It looks like he took off and left her there. So I, I'm i sure yeah. she's not super happy about it.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I want to see uh, a Twitter from his wife.
0: But why did he do this, Luke? Uh, I guess he was under... It looks like he thought that the Kremlin were going to kill him. And so it Mm -hmm. says here, uh, the Ukrainian security service, uh, S the SBU, uh, saved his life. He praised the the operation. He said the most important thing was that he was called other big, big acts of terror. He thwarted. Oh, I don't know. Uh, He thought he was going to die. And so the Ukrainian government, it looks like, helped him fake his own death so that he could get out of the country. Is that what it looks like to you? hmm
1: Yeah. And that is so fucking weird. I guess it makes sense. So fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Russian state media mocked Ukraine for solving a murder it, still, it had staged itself, while Russian foreign ministers said it was happy. That
0: he was alive. Oh, here we go. The SBU SB- said it received information of a plot to kill 30 people in the Ukraine, including Babashenko. The security service de- declined to say whether tw- the other 29 people they w- were, but said that uh, it had detained a Ukrainian citizen recruited by the Russians to find somebody to kill Babyshenko. Uh The assassin was given $40,000 to organize the murder.
1: Hmm. That is so fucking strange,
0: though. That's why this is like something out of a spy novel or like a, uh, some kind of uh, Mission Impossible film or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, in in Donald Trump news, I I mean that man has some cojones and has a lot of hospa. As we call it in, in Norway. I guess Both so. and hos, hospice really in Norwegian words. Clearly. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> if Donald Trump pardons himself,
0: he can do it! Well, according to Rudy Giuliani, uh, Rudy Giuliani asserted that the president uh, has absolute right to pardon himself... Uh, and this was criticized by several top Republicans who said they view it as a terrible move that could have legal, huh. uh, ramifications and reveal an an administration of their guilt. Uh, oh, reveal the administration's guilt. Um, Giul- Giuliani told ABC News Sunday, the president probably has the power to pardon himself should he be accused of crimes by Robert Mueller, uh, special counsel probe. Uh... Giuliani said that no, that Trump, but that Trump has no intention of parting, pardoning himself in a move that, uh, to avoid admitting guilt because the president has done nothing wrong. So that's what Giuliani said. Uh, but, but, but the thing but is like, they're putting it out yeah, there. So why put it out they're there?
1: Putting it, why put it out there? If you have done shit, nothing, look. Right. It, I mean... This This makes... It, it, it makes so fucking little uh, um, sense. I,
0: I don't know. I mean, it, it's... It, I don't know why you would put this out there except for to get ahead of it if you were thinking about doing it. You know, to create a narrative for the people who are voting for you, to create a narrative where it in their minds it's not a bad thing or even to just put it out there to, to um, shop it still, to, see, to see how people react to you even just putting it out there you know what I mean
1: but still it's like it's like I, it's like saying it's it's a little like saying sorry sorry I, I hit my wife uh, uh, before you hit her <laughs> like or, or like do you plan on hitting your wife? No. I just want to say I'm sorry for hitting my wife. But have you, have you done it? No, no, no. No. But in case I do it, I'm really sorry.
0: Right. Uh, well, it's not even that because he's not saying sorry. He's saying, I'm not sorry and I'm actually just going to uh, tell everybody I did it and then pardon myself so I don't actually get, uh, I don't have to go to jail or anything. It's so much more, like, uh, here we go, uh, some Richard Painter says, the fact that he can pardon, he can pardon, or he says he can pardon himself, uh, is yet more evidence that he's unfit for office and Congress must, uh, begin the process of impeachment now. So they're still using this as a reason to try to impeach him. I still don't think it's probably the best idea to try to impeach this guy. Uh, especially since we've already gone this far. Um... I like the Trump. Yeah, yeah. If Trump does try to uh, pardon himself, or does pardon himself, they he will be. uh, This is what Republicans are saying. Uh, They believe that they that he would be impeached uh, after that, definitely. So even Republicans are saying if he did pardon himself, Mm. it's even more likely that they would be uh, willing to try to impeach him.
1: It's one of the comments there that says if you're innocent why bring even bring up the subject? <laughs> if you have nothing to hide, why embrace the investigation and help expire it along as fast as possible to have your innocence proven? Why not like embrace the investigation? And help
0: right. it? Well, I mean, I guess it was yeah. it wasn't really Trump who said it, it was Rudy Giuliani, but uh, that is I believe he's his uh, he's on his legal team. So, yeah, uh, nonetheless. <laughs> nonetheless. I, I don't think he's going to do it. I think this is kind of a lot of them, like I said, shopping it around just to see how people re- will react uh, to yeah. it. And uh, they definitely got a reaction, and I think that's what they were looking for. So I, But I don't think he's going to do this, no.
1: Let's hope not. Off-duty FBI uh, officer accidentally shoots bystander after a backflip. Uh, this is <laughs> w- one of the weirdest accidentally killings I have heard of. In oh, and my I don't think I
0: don't think the person died. They were shot in the leg. Oh, yeah. So he like okay. Well, let's watch the video. So go down and uh, get the video yep. up. Um, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll read a little bit while we have, while we're getting the video ready. Um, an off-duty F- FBI agent dancing wildly at a downtown Denver bar accidentally shot a man in the leg when the agent tried to pick up the gun that fell from its holster after he performed a handstand backflip. A uh, bystander recorded the video, uh, with their cell phone and the incident involving an unnamed agent, which authorities said took place early Saturday at the Mile High Spirits and Distillery. Uh, the footage was sh- shared widely uh, online on Sunday. Uh, th- so they have not released the name of this agent, but do you have the video up? I have. All right, let's, Are you play, ready? It. let's play it like twice, because it's only 30 seconds, but go ahead and give me a countdown.
1: Yeah. In three, two, one, play. You stand saying...
0: There's no music. Okay, uh, that is some white guy dancing for sure.
1: And there he flips, and Back, there he fires the to gun. Pick up goes the off.
0: Gun. <laughs> people really did not react very much. They're kind of like, <laughs> I want to like, see that again. Wait, yeah, do it again and but wait I, for the is... gun to go off. But look at all the people in the background. They barely even react to like a gun going that off. Is somebody.
1: maybe the, the most stupid thing I have ever seen in my entire life
0: there's one guy who goes, what? What the hell? And then the, the police officer or the oh FBI agent God. just puts his hands up like, my bad. My bad. I didn't mean to shoot anybody. My bad.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That is so fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> oh. It wasn't even a good backflip, by the way. He was kind of off <laughs> it, off to the side. Like, he didn't go straight over. And he, it was a... It wasn't really a backflip; it's a back handspring, is what it's called. But you know, okay. the news is never—they never get those kind of things right. Remember the time they—they they said that that uh, politician body slammed a guy. We're like, I yes. don't think you actually body slammed him. They <laughs> pick him up <laughs> upside over- down, and yeah,
1: I remember that. Yeah, but yeah, no, that was stupid. That was fucking stupid. We have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. I'm betting we don't have any mail.
0: We got something from like a podcast uh, group that works with some like podcasts that they. I think they wanted us to join their podcast group, but I haven't really looked into it. I just saw it this morning, so we'll look into it Ooh. and see if it's worth it. But apparently they work with, like, uh, a few bigger podcasts. I'm not going to name any of the ones that I saw, but.
1: Ooh. And they wanted us?
0: Oh, they sent us a thing about getting involved with them. I don't know what that means, though.
1: <laughs> getting involved with them? Oh, la, la.
0: <laughs> it could just mean they want more content and they're not going to give us any anything for it, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to do it if, right. if it's that.
1: No, no. Uh, we also have a Facebook group. Uh, I've heard some rumors that somebody's back on Facebook.
0: Uh, rumor has it. Yeah.
1: Rumor has it. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. yes. Uh, are you ready for the WWE Book of Margaret? Are you
0: ready? Top 10 list. woo would? I'm not ready. I want to know why you got back on Facebook. How is that not a question that's been discussed yet? What made you decide to get back on Facebook, bro? Uh,
1: Three things. Uh, The podcast. Okay. Uh, First and foremost, the podcast, actually. Right. I missed the group. I I really have missed uh, my podcast group. There's something about... uh, uh, the podcast that I, I I I like the interaction with people that are listening, and I miss uh, I miss talking to people on our group about stuff we do on the podcast. Okay, so that's actually that that's actually the main reason I'm back. Uh, the other reason is that uh, it got a little hard to talk to people that I uh, want to do with uh, that wrestling show as well. Sure. Yeah, uh, because we do competitions and things like that. Oh uh, yeah,
0: I I've, I I'm on that group, so I've seen them. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, and if I'm not on Facebook, people can't find me and really reclaim their prize.
0: Oh, that so is an issue. Of, yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's the other reason, and the third reason is personal. Oh, <laughs> so okay. let's move on. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, one thing to point out is Fro didn't get off because of Cambridge Analytics. Fro got out of, no. off of Facebook like three or four weeks before that happened. And then it was like that happened and all these other people got off. And I was like, Fro, it's like yeah. Fro or something. He got off right before everybody else did.
1: Yeah. Three weeks before everybody else. But yeah, it's top ten face-painted superstars, Luke.
0: Oh, this is going to be a good list, all right? Yep.
1: Yeah. Are you ready? Sure. By an intimidating competitor Superstar can gain an advantage in the ring, and some use fierce face paint to help them give them an edge. Others use it to express their personalities or to reflect their heritage. Who is on the list? Let's see how many you can get.
0: Well, okay. Um, clearly Sting. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, he's
1: number one. He's number three.
0: Uh, okay. Who's gonna be the? A... Well, Papa Jango. Is he on there?
1: Um,
0: no. No? Uh, no. let's see. Face-painted wrestlers. Umaga? Mm-hmm. Umaga, is that? Is what? Number eight. Number, number eight? eight? Okay. I thought you said ten. Um, let's see. Oh, I said
1: he's there, I
0: said. It's funny, because Umaga and Kayfabe, those were supposed to be tattoos, not paint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, geez, now I'm blanking a little bit on face-painted wrestlers. Uh, The Great Muda?
1: He's number seven.
0: Okay. Um, I guess, oh, I should probably think of WCW, guys, huh? Uh... Jeez, I don't know. I'm Oh, uh, Doink. Doink is number five. All right, now I'm totally blanking.
1: I think of someone that's wrestling now. You've forgotten two obvious people that's wrestling oh, now. Oh, the Usos. No. That's actually tattoos, I think.
0: No, they used to have the face paint. Remember they did one side of their face and the other brother would do the other side? Oh, part.
1: yeah, that's right. Oh, um, yeah, um, that's right.
0: They, I guess they don't do it anymore, but they used to. Uh, Let's see. Who is somebody wrestling now who has face paint? Uh, Finn Balor?
1: Yes, he's number
0: nine. Okay, and then somebody... Oh, Goldust. Number six. <laughs> but I haven't gotten number two yet? Nope. It's a woman. A woman? Uh, A woman who wears face paint
1: and i haven't heard of her
0: i'm trying i can picture her it- didn't bertha Fay have face paint I don't no
1: know. oh who is it uh, i will go from 10 to one as okay. we did uh yeah as we have started to do now number 10 is kamala oh uh, okay okay and uh, then nine is finn beller as you said Omega, number eight, as you said. Uh, number seven was Great Muda, as you said. Six is Goldus, as you said. But then you forgot someone that I was super sure that you were going to say Dunk the Clown.
0: I did say Doink.
1: Did you? Yep. Oh. Uh, then you have Damon666, number four. Never heard of him.
0: Like, original Raw. Like, the first year ah. of Raw, he was on. Yeah.
1: Ultimate Warrior, number three. Luna Vachon, uh, number two.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I should have got that one.
1: And Sting, number one, as you said. That was a good list.
0: I could have sworn Luna Vachon, that actually was a tattoo.
1: Let me see. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven out of ten. That's pretty good. On the list. That's really good. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, thank you, Margaret, for the book of Margaret of WWE. As we say. That was a fun list.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. It's been a while since we actually had a list that made sense and was, like, decent all the way through, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, how was
1: your wrestling this week? Uh, Raw was. Uh, better than SmackDown, I felt, this
0: week. I didn't like either of them, to be honest with you. I thought Raw was total garbage.
1: SmackDown was so disappointing this week.
0: Uh, nothing special. There's just nothing special on either show, is the problem. They booked everything Mm -hmm. for the pay-per-view, and they didn't realize they had another week of Raw and SmackDown to go, is what it felt like.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. It felt like they 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 wanted almost to skip a week.
0: <laughs>
1: if you know what I mean. Well, they should have stretched like out
0: they- like the uh, the uh, the contender matches as far as who's going to get into the Money in the Bank matches. They should have yeah uh, not done three of those in the first week. They should have week, stretched yeah. it out a little bit more, and we it could have been a story, uh, a little bit more of a story, and uh, built up some of the other matches a little more. Uh, mm. But these two shows were just garbage, really.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I didn't like uh, like anybody of them. And I, I really, 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 really don't get what they are doing. Uh, with uh, the storyline of, of the uh, woman of uh, Ronda Rousey and
0: Nia Jax.
1: Nia Jax. yeah.
0: I don't, I don't think they have any idea what they're doing either. Is the thing so? But
1: because the, the the thing with uh, with her hurting uh, hurting Bonnie ears, Mickey, well what's in uh, Natalia? I don't get it. Like, what? Why? Because. Because she's a friend of Ronda Rousey. Is that the storyline?
0: Well, I mean, it's just... uh, She's showing her, hey, look, I can beat up somebody who's a good wrestler. Whatever, who's your friend. She's trying to show how tough she is or whatever. But it doesn't make sense because of... Again, like we said last week, she was going against Alexa Bliss. And she was the babyface and now she's the heel. None of it makes any sense as far as that goes. And... Ronda Rousey, they put her on commentary, and she was the worst.
1: She was the hella worst.
0: I don't know how why they think she's can talk. Like, they, have they not seen her do segments in the ring where she talks? She's not good there. Why did they <laughs> think she could get in and do commentary? It doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, no, no. And uh, and uh, and I I like her. Like, I I I think she's a nice person and everything, but. She has absolutely nothing to do and that commentary with of uh, a uh, fantastic awful. But yeah, now I'm I'm looking forward to Money in the Bank. I, I uh, wish it was this week instead of next week because I'm not sure if I want to watch this metal and then Raw <laughs> again
0: before money off the bike. It so really bad. does feel like it should be this weekend. <laughs> like It feels <laughs> like yeah. it should be this weekend but it's not because I don't know why they just feel like they wanted it to be next weekend for whatever reason, s- scheduling uh, or whatever of the building who knows why but uh, if just by the booking even of the shows it just feels mm. like it should be this week and I guess when they go to Fox, SmackDown's going to move to Friday, which is going to be mm-hmm. weird for us for doing pay-per-view predictions, because we won't have watched SmackDown when we do pay-per-view predictions on the show when that mm-hmm. happens, uh, but I would I rather, I would rather it be on Friday, because I don't, I don't like having... You know, when you have a pay-per-view, it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, wrestling, and then the rest of the week, there's no wrestling to watch, as far as right. WWE right. goes. Um, right. Right. Uh, so yeah we
1: have you have to wait uh, one and a half years
0: <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna be a while it's just yeah I'm I, I'm looking forward to that I I didn't like when they went to Tuesday to begin with so that's just me though
1: okay have you watched on TV this week
0: well I saw something in TMZ about Roseanne that happened I oh. guess. Uh, according to TMZ and a few other places, uh, s- ABC News, I guess ABC. Uh, uh, oh, TMZ broke the story that ABC has been exploring the possibility of rebranding the show Roseanne. Uh, to focus on Sarah Gilbert's character Darlene, uh, and John Goodman is said he is very interested. Uh, as is the rest of the cast and crew. I would watch that. Uh, I guess they would call it Darlene, which is hilarious because you made the joke last week that they should name it John and have it focus around John Goodman. And they're just saying, we'll just have it called, uh, we'll just uh, focus it around Darlene, which is, I don't know, either one would be fine, I guess. But if they do the thing where they act like Rosanna had a heart attack, then you're some kind of future teller and you need to go out and get a crystal ball (laughs) immediately, bro.
1: (laughs) I'm good at this, Protective. Like, first it was Pogs, and now now rossanne <laughs> what, what is the next thing I'm going to predict?
0: <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, it says ABC is desperately trying to salvage the jobs and, and those affected by the swift axing Except of the show. Uh, good for them. So there's reason for optimism, especially for the crew members who have passed on their jobs in yeah. town and believe season two was a go. Uh, so it's looking like it could happen. At least there's talk right now. So we'll see. I mean, it was really well rated. If it comes back, it's still going to do good ratings without Rosanna, I, I believe. It. So I liked it. was
1: funny.
0: I liked it. I,
1: so I really there are going to
0: be some Trump supporters and stuff that boycott the show, but... Uh, it's not really going to affect that much, I don't think.
1: But anyways, what did you watch on TV this week, that or
0: Luke? Why don't you go first? I, I just kind of talked for a while there.
1: Sure. Um, I found out there is this um, kind of making fun of Alex Jones show uh, on TV called The upset. Opsi- o- o- Opsi- <laughs> Opposition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With uh, Jordan
0: Clepper. Right. And it's really good. I liked it. It's another one of those shows that I don't like, but... Uh, right. Yeah. Fro knows that. I, I'm not a big fan of those John Oliver, John... Uh, uh, what What's the good name for them? Anything that's based off The Daily Show, which was just a ripoff of Saturday but. Night Live's news segment to begin with and then all these other shows have ripped that off and in that, in my mind it's all gotten too watered down and a lot of it is bullshit and some of it is actually just weird propaganda as well so uh, the one you're talking about I think is one of the better ones of the ones I don't like to be honest bro so. yeah
1: yeah, the opposition with Jordan uh, Klepper so I downloaded uh, the 2007 uh, season uh, watched it from the beginning and I've Um, I found some of it fucking hilarious. I like how he uh, does the spoof of Infowars and, like, trying to be a Republican. I I I like that.
0: Sure. Uh, I saw a thing this week on YouTube of uh, Alex Jones, like, accosting, basically, like, attacking uh, Bernie Sanders in an airport. (laughs) Like, running up to him and asking him, why do you want to turn America into Venezuela and all these things? Because, uh, you know, uh, socialism. Because the mm. only example of socialism that you can give is Venezuela. Right, Fro? Oh, wait. That, Fro, oh, sorry. Fro.
1: Not nor- Norway.
0: Not, oh, there are ones that work? Oh, oh he just conveniently leaves <laughs> that out. But go look that up. It's really, like... It's so stupid because uh, I think it was labeled when I watched it like Bernie Sanders runs away from Alex Jones or something. and It's like Bernie's just standing there and Alex Jones is like asking these stupid ass questions like trying to jam a camera in his face without asking, hey, can I ask you some questions or anything like that? And Bernie's like what the hell is going on? Who is this guy? He actually says, who is this guy? Bernie doesn't even know who Alex Jones is. <laughs> uh, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so Bernie's, uh, whoever the guy who's with him, maybe his handler, whatever, uh, personal assistant, whoever the guy is that's with him, like traveling around with him. He's like, Oh, get away from this guy. This guy's a moron. So they walk away and it's not like they're running. They're walking away from the guy. And they said, it's Bernie's running from Alex Jones. Speaking of YouTube, uh, do you watch Review Bra? Do you watch uh, the Review Bra channel? No. The uh, Report of the Week? He does, like, uh, f- fast food and drink reviews on YouTube? No. no. Oh, okay. He's pretty hilarious. Uh, he dresses okay. up in, like, really, really fancy suits and then uh, reviews, like, McDonald's. So it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he got age restricted by YouTube on one of his videos and not like, this is a guy, all he does is review like fast food Mm
1: -hmm. and he got
0: age restricted on a video. It's, and it wasn't like from the algorithm. Apparently it was done from, uh, somebody at YouTube and, uh, he can't get it taken down, which I think is super ridiculous. So, uh, people go check that out if you want.
1: Cool. Cool. Uh, then I watched uh, something Bill recommended for me. Actually, uh, uh, that uh, is called "Toys That Made Us." Have oh, yeah. you heard about this? It's on. I on, saw. Uh, I saw Netflix. it on
0: Netflix. I haven't watched it. Um, uh,
1: uh, they've gone through uh, Star Wars, Barbie, He-Man, GI Joe, Star Trek, Transformers, Lego, and Hello Kitty. Uh, for me, the most interesting two was Transformers and Lego. And hold on for two seconds, I have to sneeze. Now uh, the two most interesting ones for me were Star Trek and uh, no, also sorry Transformers and Lego, and that was funny. Uh, Barbie was also kind of interesting because I uh, guess what Look, I played a lot of with uh, Barbie when I was a little guy.
0: I ripped mm-hmm. the heads off of my sister's Barbies. Does that count as playing with them?
1: <laughs> I think
0: so. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the
1: toy that made us. Um, why don't you bring up something you watched?
0: Uh, oh, uh, remember I t- said, uh, told you about that show Carter? The the one that had um, Sydney Portier's daughter in it? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I watched a few more episodes. Like I just watched the first episode when I talked about it. It's not a very good show. I'll be honest. It's Mm. really crappy. Psych is what it is. It's trying to be psych, but it's not funny. Uh. It's trying to be funny, but I'm still watching it. I don't know why, Uh. but it's like good enough that I'm watching it, but it's also kind of crappy. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah,
0: I can see it ending up on my honorable mentions of worst shows of the year, but not in my top five. I guess is what, I, what I'll what i say. Um, oh. And then I saw The Last OG finale. Finale of the first season of The Last OG with Tracy Morgan. Um, directed by Jordan Peele. Cool. Uh, which I would recommend just because of those two. Uh, overall, it was a very good show. I'd probably give it like a 7 out of 10. It's funny, but it's also it's, uh, it talks a lot about uh, the changing of um, the urban cities I- in America, I guess, uh, and it got approved for a second season. So, cool. Yeah, I
1: watched uh, a Netflix documentary in four episodes uh, called "Evil Genius" about. Uh, a- A documentary about uh, some people uh, making a guy rob a bank with uh, uh, dynamite around his neck. Yeah. okay. It was maybe one of the best things I've seen, uh, documentary-wise.
0: I've heard good things about it. I, I haven't checked it out, though.
1: Yeah. Anything
0: else you watched? Uh, just one last thing. A uh, new show this week called Reverie. Reverie? Reverie. 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 <laughs> it's, okay. Right. Uh, starring Sarah Shy and Catherine Morris. Nobody I've ever heard of. Uh, okay. Former hostage negotiator and human beh- behavior expert M- Maria becomes a college professor after experiencing an unimaginable tra- tragedy an old friend hire, hires her to work at a c- cutting edge comp- company, and she is given the opportunity to save ordinary people who have lost themselves in a highly advanced virtual reality program. It's on NBC, mm. um, and this is a show I can see winding up on my worst shows <laughs> in my top five. Oh. And, uh. It's got fifty percent good. on Rotten Tomatoes, six out of eight, uh, six point eight out of ten on IMDb. But I thought this was just a god awful show, to be honest with you.
1: How many episodes is it?
0: This is the first episode this week.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Uh, oh, so you saw the first episode?
0: Yes. So I haven't seen all hey. of it, but from the first episode, it was very not very good. Okay.
1: What is it about it that makes it so?
0: The shit? acting. The Storyline is the most confusing gobbledygook garbage. Like they trying to, they just spit out like this <laughs> these science words, and and just expect you to go, uh, oh, okay. They must know what they're talking about, but none of it makes any sense when you actually listen to them. Mm. Um, it's got the, I don't remember what is. It's got a guy from one of the guys from Heroes. You remember the show Heroes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got one of somebody from that in it. Who he's really bad it's got this guy who is the all-state oh i don't think you have all-state commercials there but there's like a guy who no. does these commercials for Allstate insurance and he's like one of the main characters and that's really kind of mm, off-putting especially since he does the voice for the commercial so whenever you hear him talk all you think about is insurance uh <laughs> so yeah overall it was just a really bad show i I would say check it out just for how bad it is, Fro.
1: Okay. Lastly, but not leastly, I saw the final of uh, Britain's Got Talent, Lost Voice Guy one. and he is fucking hilarious. So checking out him out on YouTube. Okay. Lost Voice Guy.
0: Yeah. Lost Voice Guy. All right.
1: Yeah. He does stand up uh, with uh, his iPad.
0: Ah, okay. That's cool.
1: Yeah. He has a celebrity par- busy, uh, and Sorry, lost his bro, voice policy. when he was eight. Yes, when he was 18 months or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he, he's fucking hilarious and uh, he was a good winner.
0: I think I saw like a YouTube clip of that guy, so uh, I'll, have to <coughs> ch- I'll have to check him out on YouTube.
1: Yep, yeah, so that uh, was uh, the last thing I saw. You see anything else? No, that's it. Cool. Let's go into the main topic. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the worst Nobel Peace Prize winners. Uh, this was my pick, uh, and the reason why I wanted to pick it was to see if we could find someone that's worse than Obama.
0: Oh, right, because we talk, uh, occasionally we'll reference that when we reference the Nobel Peace Prize, but I think there's right. one person we found uh, who happens to be an American that I think may be worse than Obama, but we'll get into it.
1: Mm-hmm. We will. Uh, but uh, one of the firsts I, I wanted to uh, start with is uh, 1948, because it went to absolutely nobody. Right, which I guess um, is an option.
0: Like that, yeah. I didn't realize that that was an option. That it, it's even an option today, uh, if the Nobel Peace or the the Peace Prize Committee, I mean, if they wanted to, they could just not give. If they felt there wasn't somebody deserving in the world that year, that they could still just not give one out. I didn't realize that was a thing.
1: And, and that is the year <laughs> Mohammed Gandhi, who led India nonviolent moment uh could be nominated because he was nominated 12 times previously but uh was shunned uh but uh this was the last year he could receive it so why did it go to nobody
0: <laughs> uh well yeah that was the year he died right so i guess that would have yeah. been the last year um yeah Let's see is there any, I'm trying to look for like a reason as to why they didn't give it to him but the, I, I don't I haven't seen any like actual like the the, the academy themselves didn't give out like a, a reason why right so hm
1: but I, I think I think that's a good pick and a, a good way to start the discussion of 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 the Nobel Prize by mentioning somebody that didn't get it. Because it's it's kind of it's kind of funny with the rules of of, uh, of the Nobel Peace Prize and uh, yeah uh, and it says uh, the committee has uh, since bent backwards of its omission in t- 2006 remarks attributed to the head of the committee basically proved the argument of this post Gandhi could have uh, could do without the Nobel Peace prize whatever with 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 er, sorry, fucking hell I can't read today whatever Nobel Committee can do without Gandhi is the question
0: well I guess they've been they've done alright up to this point I suppose so I guess we have answered that question <laughs> at this point um, cause this yeah. was I guess that was said in 2006 is when that person said that so eh that's weird, though. It would be interesting to see them do that again, to just not give it out to anybody. Uh, this, yeah. could be the, this could be the year, I guess.
1: <laughs> no, this uh, definitely could
0: be the year. I think I saw uh, one, well, one person ju- yeah. su- suggest that it could have been the year that Barack Obama got it. Maybe that's the person we should do next real quick since we talked about it.
1: Um, we talked about it, yeah.
0: Uh, Barack Obama became the first two-term president in history to oversee U.S. military forces at wars for all eight years, fighting in Afghanistan, (laughs) Syria, Iraq, Yemen, Libya, Somalia, and Pakistan. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he still received a Nobel Peace Prize, even though he was at war for all eight years in seven countries. We're actually at war with more countries now. Uh, It's more like eight or ten right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. But... but, uh... Here's
1: my problem. It it, it is. It's almost a little interesting because, uh, uh, him himself came out and, like, said, I'm not sure why I'm getting this.
0: Right, he even came out. What, uh. He basically acknowledged that there were other people that had better accomplishments that year than him. Uh,. Mm Oh, here, here's a quote. I do not view it as a recognition of my own accompli- accomplishments, but rather as affirmation of American leadership on behalf of aspirations held by people in all nations. That's mm-hmm. the most political answer I've ever heard. That's kind of a cop out in a way. He's not. He he should have, I think, said a, a little bit more. Like, hey, I don't necessarily deserve this, but.
1: <laughs> but uh, I mean when when you when you you get the phone call like you've gotten the peace prize and you, you how long has was he president before he got the peace prize like two three months something like that
0: I thought it was in his second term when he got the peace prize Am I wrong?
1: Yeah I think he got it right away. Mm. I think he got it right away when Bush was out of the window.
0: Maybe you're right. I, um, I, let me look it up real quick, and you continue with... Move on to another person, and I'll look it up. Yes.
1: I will uh, do Simon Peres. Uh, because, holy fuck, that man didn't just... <laughs> should have not gotten it. Uh, he is the co-founder of Israel and former uh, Israel uh, minister. So he was a part of a militia responsible for the ethnic cleansing of Palestine village during Natpa, described as architect of Israel's nuclear weapon program, also offered to sell nuclear warheads to the apartheid regime in South Africa played a key role in the military regime uh, imposed on Palestine, carried out mass land theft and displacement, and Paris uh, ordered and outsaw Operation Grapes of Wrath, when uh, Israel forces killed over 150 and 350 civilians in Lesbos, and he killed... Constantly backed the collective punishment and military brutality in Gaza. A terrible, terrible person and should not have gotten the Nobel Peace Prize.
0: Okay, here we go. Obama uh, got the Peace Prize in uh, October of 2009, and he was put into office January of 2009. So, ten months?
1: Ten months, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they say it before, before, don't they? When when do they come out and say it? Is that in oh, the? Oh, that's Bible? when they
0: awarded it to him. So uh, oh, they okay. could have said it, like, but it wouldn't have been more than a couple months. But yeah, it, it was right. less than a year. I was uh, yeah, I was yeah. definitely wrong. I thought it was like at the beginning of his second term, but th- that's kind of crazy. No. They just were like, oh, he's not George Bush. Give him a peace yeah. prize. Yeah,
1: that's, that's yeah. more or less why, why.
0: He got it for not being George Bush. Okay. Yeah.
1: But what do you think about my pick, uh, Simon Paris?
0: Uh, right. Do you think
1: that's uh, a good pick of somebody that
0: shouldn't cut it? I mean, just because he kind of was a warmonger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, One. I think that's kind of all of these people. Like most of these people, the reason it, yeah. they got peace prizes is because they were politicians and they did something. But you look into what other things they did, and it was they were, you know, a warmonger. monger. Uh, Al mm-hmm. Gore, I guess, is an interesting one. What do you think about yeah. two thousand seven? Al Gore won because it says he's probably the single individual who has done the most to create worldwide understanding and the measures that need to adopt be adopted regarding climate change. but does that really... The thing that I don't understand about that is it's a peace prize. Yeah.
1: I find this a a little hard because it's kind of... It's it's like you said. It's a peace prize. It's not...
0: uh, Environmental prize. Right.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of... It's kind of... It's kind of a little weird, but also... I, I like the pi- prize giving, um, credence to, to, uh, the global temperature problem.
0: Right. I, I just don't think it's, th- I understand why they did it because there isn't a Nobel prize for like environmental, right, green, like green, uh, greenness or something like that. Um, so I guess I understand that. Is I, I wonder if there is a prize already given for that though that they could have given him instead of this, and given it to somebody else. You know what I mean? I just it feels, out of it doesn't feel in the spirit of the Nobel Prize to me uh, the Peace Prize. Sorry to me. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, here we go. I'm looking it up. Goldman Environmental Prize awarded since 1989. So there is a already a thing that you could give him for this. So.
1: Yeah. And I, 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 kind of, I, I, kind of understand it, but I kind of feel uh, uh, it isn't the worst, but but it it isn't the best either. It's kind of I, I, feel like if I if I had to rate it from a scale from one to ten, where ten was the best piece price ever and one was the worst awful piece price ever, it's a five.
0: <laughs> sure. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is uh, 2000 is that 2007 the year that that movie came out? Uh The Inconvenient Truth. Inconvenient I'm guessing Truth, that's probably yeah. I bet yeah. the two um coincide but
1: But my next one is uh, Yasser Arafat. Uh another
0: terrorist.
1: Uh, yeah, Inconvenient Truth came
0: out at the end of 2006,
1: so yep. Okay. And he got it with uh, Rabin and Simon Ferris, that we talked about before. Uh, Time magazine wrote that one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. He, war- <laughs> he worked on the Oslo Peace uh, Accords, where that was meant to create opportunities for a new development towards uh, frenzy in the Middle East. Um, It was just another meaningless piece of paper in a sea of uh, them both. And after award was given there, that didn't really happen anything. Nothing nothing really happened. So, I think he's an awful, awful, awful person.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, there you go. I'm having a hard time figuring out where I want to go next, kind of. I know where I want to go last. I think the last one is really, really clearly obvious, right? Okay. And the thing is, me and Fro haven't even discussed it. (laughs) (laughs) And we're both going, it's very clear who we're going to talk about last. Um,
1: Yes. I guess (laughs) Miguel. I didn't, 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 actually, I didn't know he received the Peace Prize before I read this.
0: (laughs) Me neither, actually. But But, you uh, you sent me multiple lists. when yes. you when we were doing research, you sent me, and he's on every list. So yeah, yes. Um, That's I guess you had yeah. one, Miguel Gorbachev. Which yeah, I again, is a person that I was kind of like. I didn't realize this person had even received one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Nineteen ninety, uh, the Nobel Committee had blinders on when it came to dictators and other vile leaders, apparently. Uh, they decided to give the award to a man who embodied those qualities but didn't even succeed at it is what this says in uh in ninety uh he was ousted in 91 after he tried to hold on to power uh by sending the kb uh kgb and military to, into the baltic states so they gave it to him before he uh did all that uh so mm-hmm. in looking back it's much worse even
1: oh yeah yeah Definitely. Uh, Kofi Annan and the United uh, Nations is maybe my next one. Uh, Kofi Annan led uh, the UN uh, for a long time. Uh, He did. But uh, Annan helped bring uh, uh, its decline in credibility is when he is corrupt Iraq arms for food Program, and also Anand appeared to miss the investigation of his uh, his crony contact with his son's company before they won the UN contact <laughs> contracts.
0: Right, uh, he was working in the UN, and then he gave the contract for this Iraq arms for food program to his son in two thousand four, uh, which he was investigated for, obviously for you know uh, trading uh, for giving this over to. Uh, his son. Like, oh, but he was given the peace prize in two thousand one. So he was given it in yes. two thousand one. This happened in two thousand four. So this is another example of like they gave it to somebody and then afterwards they did something really bad.
1: Uh, but uh that's that's
0: uh,
1: I I can understand why he's on the list.
0: Can you? Oh mean? yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Uh. I'm sure in the at the time they saw it a different way, but when we look at it, when we look back at it, uh, we see it a different way. Clearly, here's a funny one
1: uh, or interesting one. Do you mind uh, if Go I ahead. take the next one as well? That's fine. Uh, because I, when I was looking at the at the list, I, I was like, yeah huh, this is a little weird one." Uh, it. And it is actually uh, Frank Kellogg.
0: I saw that one, and, and I didn't understand yeah. it really. Yeah, but go
1: ahead. Not, not me neither. Um, it says, In 1928, Kellogg, the U.S. Secretary of State, co-authorized a treaty which leaders of all majority powers agreed to re- renounce war. It seemed like a good idea at the time, World War One was still relatively fresh in everybody's mind, but now it's regarded as a bit of a joke even, given uh, just a few years later, Germany would begin uh, violently expanding its borders.
0: Uh, that one's a little... I don't know. He, that one's definitely on the lower end of not being Yeah, Because like, he did do a good thing, but when you think yeah. about it, him, his, him, uh, having everybody get into this treaty, maybe that is what caused Germany to be able to expand its borders so easily. Does that make sense? But I don't think that's mm-hmm. his fault. That you know what I mean. So mm, I, I, I kind of disagree with this one. I, I
1: agree. Should we take the elephant in the room?
0: Yeah, let's go. You, you do it, Fro.
1: <laughs> because uh, we 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 sa- saved the best for last. Henry Kissinger got the fucking Nobel Peace Prize.
0: Yeah, I was totally unaware <laughs> of this.
1: <laughs> me neither. So why did he receive it?
0: Right, the Paris Peace Agreement had nominally set terms for the end of the Vietnam War by. ...initiating a ceasefire, uh, and it's true that American forces began leaving, but earlier that year, the U.S., uh, secret bombing campaign against Cambodia killed hundreds of thousands of people, which Kissinger spearheaded, uh, was revealed later. So, he was given a Nobel Peace Prize for initiating a ceasefire in the Vietnam War, but at the exact same time, he was murdering hundreds of thousands of people in Cambodia
1: mm-hmm yep this is maybe also the like like kissing uh, Kissinger was also behind operation condor a u.s. authorized campaign of murder torture and disappearance in latin america including most nobility His a uh, political uh, support of military group that out uh, the decree uh, dec- democr- democratically elected socialist president of Chile, Salvador Aranda, in the years that followed. Kissinger and Chile' brutal dictator Augusto Pinochet would come as thick as Steve so long. So long, Steve.
0: Here's a oh. quote. Here's a good quote from Henry Kissinger. Uh, he says, "...the illegal we do immediately." the unconstitutional takes a little longer. That's a quote from <laughs> Henry Kissinger, uh, who actually is... Uh, Hillary Clinton is a big fan of this guy. She thinks he's pretty great.
1: And uh, elsewhere in the continent, uh, uh, extended massive U.S. support to our Tina's uh, right-wing military, whom... Uh, March of 1978 launched the Dirty War, a massacre against leftists and the left, as many as uh, 30,000
0: dead and disappeared. Fantastic price. (laughs) Here, Ben Kerman said, uh, he wrote, Pol Pot's revolution would not have won power without the U.S.'s economic and military destabilization of Cambodia, uh, which he attributes to Henry Kissinger. Uh, Here's another interesting fact. Uh, Both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump called Henry Kissinger during the campaign for advice on both sides. Both sides, guys. Both sides, as Donald Trump says.
1: Wow. 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 <laughs> just, just, just like why, 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 why Harry kissing Like I well, don't. Like predict. I
0: said, it's one of those things. Initially, they gave it to him for the Vietnam uh, ceasefire, and then yeah. they found out about all the uh, all the other things later. So, it seems like that's the thing that happens: is they either don't do enough investigation, or they just find out about things later, ha- happening later, where it's like, well, what happened with Gandhi? Like what? yeah, we yeah.
1: So uh, is he the worst?
0: I think it's a I think I think so. Yeah, uh, I I totally agree. Of the research we've done, you know what I mean. So yeah. if somebody out there knows of a worse Nobel Peace Prize winner, uh, let us know. I guess, but I think Henry Kissinger's got to be pretty. I mean, <laughs> when we did worst people ever tournament back then, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Pol Pot was in that tournament and they're mm-hmm. attributing uh, Pol Pot getting US economic backing from Henry Kissinger so he's kind of got a one step away from one of the worst people ever that's kind of you know what I mean yeah very good indicator very <laughs> good indicator okay
1: Let's do the movie round. Have you seen anything in the
0: movies? I just saw one movie this week. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's called A Quiet Place.
1: Yes. I I can't really say
0: anything about this movie without spoiling it. But Mm -hmm. the best way to put it is this movie proves that less is more in film. (laughs) Yes. You know what I mean, Fro?
1: And it is... Maybe if you've seen it, the...
0: you'll, you'll understand what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and it's ahead, one sorry. of
1: the best best endings of a movie ever. That oh, looks... and
0: this, yeah, I lo- this is my favorite kind of endings. I think me and Fro yeah. have talked about this before as far as... I'm not, We can't really say what it is, but me and Fro have talked wow. about it before, and Fro knows that these are my favorite kind of endings. Mm. Um, I, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10, Fro. Uh,
1: I totally agree with you.
0: Best movie of the is... year so far.
1: It is fucking scary, amazing, and made by fucking. Well, what's his name on the in the office again? What is his name when he works oh. on in? The, uh, Jim.
0: Uh, Jim. Pam and, Pam, Jim Pam and Jim. Yeah, there you
1: go. Yeah, Jim. Jim from the Office, ladies and gentlemen, has has directed this movie,
0: and acted in it as well.
1: Yeah, with and his wife.
0: It's very good.
1: Yeah, with
0: um, his wife. With his oh, is really that wife. actually his wife, wife in real life? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I thought it uh, might throw me out a little bit, him being Jim from The Office, because that's like the only other thing I've ever seen him in. Kind of like uh, uh, the guy from The Matrix being in Lord of the Rings. You kind of go, what the hell? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But But it didn't. And as far as you said, it was scary. It is a horror movie, but it's not gory. It's not bloody, like, all the scary parts are jump scares and stuff like that, so.
1: What else have you watched?
0: That was it. Have you seen any movies?
1: I've seen two. Uh, I've seen Steve Martin and Martin Short, An Evening You Will Forget for the Rest of Your Life.
0: I saw this. (laughs) This is something I do not want to see, but go ahead. Why not? I'm not a fan of either of those people. Jesus, you're not a fan? No, I've never been. Never been. No. Uh, Especially Martin Short. I'm more of a fan of Steve Martin than I am of Martin Short.
1: Wow. That 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 actually surprises me. That you don't like. Have you ever seen Jimmy Glick? (laughs) Uh no.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well. Yeah. If people remember Jimmy Glick, that was uh but
1: I have seen a lot of
0: Steve,
1: I've seen a lot of Steve. i a lot of Steve Martin things. Um, with those two, uh, the Three Amigos is one of my favorite. Oh yeah, uh, okay, Three Amigos. Oh, oh.
0: But that's kind yeah. of a, that, that. that's more of like a group of comedians. It's when Martin shorts by himself. I dislike him. Steve Martin, I'm more of a fan of. Like La Story, big fan of that movie. Oh, uh, the jerk. See, well, uh, yeah, the jerk's all right. I was. I'm not like a huge fan of it. But Steve Martin has some. Uh, I mean, Martin Short, sorry. He has some terrible movies. Uh, he has some terrible TV shows. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's it. I think that's more of... I'm, I am I don't mind Steve Martin. Martin Short, I'm not a huge fan of.
1: Mm. Wow. Yeah, but uh, this was fucking amazing. I, I loved every single bit of it. Uh, it was hilarious. Uh, it was just the right amount of corny. Um sure. I mean that's what they're known I, for. Especially Steve sorry? Martin.
0: That's what Steve Martin's known for, so yeah. Oh, being corny, yeah, yeah. So no.
1: I I uh, I really, really liked it. Uh I would give it a seven and a half out of ten, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Then I saw another Netflix thing. Uh, I've been sick this week. <laughs> have I mentioned that? <laughs> I don't have not had time to watch a lot of Netflix That's and shit this week. Uh, I uh, watched uh, The Rachel Divide, uh, a documentary. Wow,
0: I I, I've been meaning to mention that to you, because I know that was something you were hmm. interested in. It's not something I am really yes. give a crap about, but what do you think?
1: Uh, It's a documentary of uh, Rachel Darchanel's journey. Uh, I really like the documentary, and I fucking hate the girl. Like, I still don't like her.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I think she she is a big douche, still. I, I, I don't like her after watching the documentary. Uh, I didn't like her going into the documentary either. So, and today I read uh, uh, that she's being uh, investigated for money fraud, uh, actually, uh, for uh, getting benefits that she didn't deserve because she got money from Netflix uh, for doing uh, this documentary while she was receiving benefits oh. from the state.
0: Huh. Interesting. Alright. Yeah. We'll see what happens from that. Who knows? Yeah.
1: So, no. I still don't like... Yeah,
0: sorry? You still don't like her, but what about Woe Vicky? Have you seen Woe Vicky, Fro? No. Oh, okay. She's 10% black, so she's black. Go look up Woe Vicky on, like, Instagram or YouTube or anything. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I'll, I'm gonna. I'll just look it up because I can't believe you haven't seen it before. But we'll just find a video over and we'll.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's uh, watch this uh, video of what and can look. And are you ready? Yeah. In three, two, one, go.
0: Yes, my birthday is March seventh. But July nineteenth was the day I found out I was black. Like this whole my whole entire life. My mom kept tell me you're white, you're white. I never believed her because I knew I was black. But you know, she I never knew, believed her. From... I did some history. I went to ancestry.com and I found I'm 25% black. And this whole time I knew it.
1: I knew I was a black girl. So, so I just <clears> considered that to be my birthday because it's just a very exciting holiday for me. So I thought I'd celebrate. I didn't know how to celebrate,
0: but to say it was my birthday, so. That's just to clear up everything for y'all. Thank you for understanding that I am a black girl. Wow. So what do you think of that, bro? After watching that she's a documentary. She's a racist, cow. Is that what you think? Yeah, a little. I I I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Uh She's 25% black, right? Yeah according to her at least i don't i haven't seen any proof or anything like that but uh oh she's also a rapper fro so she has her own uh, oh she has we...
1: no we, sure.
0: no cuz that all that shit's copyrighted we can't play that on the show
1: oh
0: you'll have to look it up yourself it's all terrible i guarantee you but uh she's like one of those instagram people i think she's friends with uh, that little tay person you know little tay oh
1: yes let's talk two seconds about that oh poor girl nine years old she she's been flexing on the internet for you that have lived behind the rock she's been <laughs> flexing on the internet saying she's have money her mom and herself was on good morning America
0: uh I don't I don't
1: I don't know uh, and now she has deleted all her, uh, Instagram account and everything.
0: Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't hear that. I just, I mm-hmm. know like the buildup to it. Like, uh, I knew that recently they had found out that, I guess like her mom's boss came out and said that like they were using his properties or something to film all these videos in or like using his stuff. Uh, I guess that was confirmed, but I wonder if they made a bunch of money and now they're just you know getting out, getting out with while well, the getting's good. You know what I mean, bro?
1: Yeah, and she was friends with uh, <laughs> Paul. no, Luke, Luke Paul? No, Paul Luke, Luke Luke Paul. What is his Jake name? Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake Paul. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I have absolutely no clue. But uh, it seems like they were morons.
0: Uh, this is, I mean, it's just an internet c- culture thing. Uh, this girl once she grew up wanting to be a rapper and everything. And so she's make, made herself into one and she's used Instagram to get famous. And the uh, little Tay is just, it's a novelty thing. You know what I mean? It's like you see older mm. people doing the exact same thing. And when you see a nine-year-old do it, there's a novelty to it. Uh, mm. it's almost cute in a way, even though what she's saying is horrible most of the time. Uh. Mm-hmm. And so I can understand why pe- why it caught on with people. Uh It is silly uh in the end that anybody even believed it. Cuz I saw it and went that yep. is the fakest shit. She's clearly being told what to say, but whatever. Some people And her mom
1: lost lost her job and stuff, so
0: Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like I said, I bet you they made a bunch of money off of this in like in between the time for whatever deals they made uh, or the clicks they're getting on youtube videos or instagram posts or whatever so i don't think you can get money right. for instagram po- but you, it, the instagram no. models make all their money for like promoting products on their instagram right right so i think right, she's yeah. probably doing that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, well, i have absolutely no clue but yeah let's go and continue with, uh, what a
0: weird place to move we're like totally like the most sidetracked ever we've ever been ever right there all right
1: yeah i i know and here's the fun thing
0: it's time for a surprise game
1: show And it's called, Who the Fuck Am I Really Thinking About, is it called? Uh, The rules is uh, extremely simple. Luke is going to guess who I'm thinking of. I'm going to give him some uh, clues of who I'm thinking of. And today's uh, topic is TV shows, Luke. TV shows. Wait, I thought it was a
0: person you were thinking of. Or is it a TV show you're thinking of now? Yes, yes. Okay, continue. It's,
1: it's, It's different every week. Right, okay um this uh, tv show i'm thinking of uh people were in the airplane and it got down and they are trying to get off this wings
0: island. oh you w- <laughs> 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 could have been wings to... <laughs> there was an okay. episode where the plane went down so yeah yes it
1: was okay Uh, let's do it a little harder two brothers uh, are hunting ghosts uh, (laughs) ghost brothers no no. that their father uh, left behind them and this has gone on for 12 fucking seasons and I don't like it
0: that their father left them I don't know
1: yeah supernatural
0: oh I've never seen that show See that yeah. there's going to be a problem here with that if I don't mm-hmm. never seen the show. Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, this show is based on uh, finding love on TV, uh, and if you find love with someone, you get the, the Bachelor. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, this uh, TV show is based on absolutely nothing, and that was their uh, line. Seinfeld. They. Yes. Uh, <laughs> isn't this funny? Um, and uh, last but not least, a uh, bunch of wrestlers are going round the ring, and Whoa. nobody watches.
0: Oh, TNA, Impact.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> so that was. What the fuck am I thinking of? So. We will play it next week as well. All right. Yeah. Was
0: that fun? Uh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, well, I think we could probably tweak it a tiny bit, but uh, that's a good little game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good little game.
1: Uh, but let's watch the audio trailer
0: for *Adrift*. So
1: why Tahiti? Oh, beautiful. I want chase adventures. It's Blue Crush. Oh, did we
0: guy? get the wrong trailer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember that movie? That was an awful awesome. Yes, I do. That was an awful movie. <laughs> and after a few days, there's hallucinations. Why'd do you do it? There's a feeling that comes correctly. So, is this a sailing movie?
0: So far, it's sailing, yeah. That's a little there. Verse. Is that what the guy said?
1: Is this a chick movie?
0: So far, it's a chick movie. Oh, it's starting to not look as chick movie here.
1: Mm, it's based on a true story. A storm a- coming. Is it the perfect storm? Oh, wrong movie.
0: Why did they decide to go out into this?
1: Maybe the storm surprised them.
0: Okay. Richard. Richard. Oh, it's Titanic now. See, they're gonna end up on an island, and this movie's gonna turn into Blue Lagoon. <laughs> That's oh, like square miles
1: for Or wings.
0: No, I'd have to get an <laughs> airplane. My ribs are broken. My
1: legs shattered. I'm dead weight. I've out of to Hawaii. It's one of those triumph of the human
0: spirit movies, is what it is. Yeah. Yep. We arrive, we
1: I find that utterly boring.
0: Oh, Shailene, she's actually, uh, she's pretty big into like activism as far as like uh, oil pipelines and stuff. Shailene Woodley.
1: I've never ever heard of.
0: a okay, Adrift.
1: That looked uh, both boring and kind of... Ugh.
0: Boring and a little like nauseating in a way where it's like uh, l- love story nauseating, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, Adrift. But, uh, <laughs> it,
1: uh, yeah, it's gotten pretty... This is the third time in a row that we have had... Uh, Uh, almost the same rating for uh, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes.
0: What I'm reading, it's exactly the same. But let me do a description real quick. Uh, Tammy Oldman and Richard Sharp couldn't anticipate that they would be sailing directly into one of the most catastrophic hurricanes in recorded history. In the aftermath of the storm, Tammy awakens to find Richard badly injured and their boat in ruins. Uh, With no hope of rescue, Tammy must now find the strength and determination to save herself and the only man she has ever loved. That is the description I was entirely expecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I go, Bleh. 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, is what I'm seeing right now. 69, I see it. 69, oh. Uh, uh. Tomatoes. Hmm. All Orange. right, I went to the Facebook, as usual.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't watch this. This is the first time in two weeks I haven't watched a movie Three before. We right.
0: Um, let's see, what do I want to do first here? Uh, Andy Artessa says, This is a fa- this movie is fantastic. What a sad story. An incredible story. So he said story twice in the same sentence, but that, whatever. Uh, Anna Larzancio says... This is now one of my favorite movies. Beautifully done with so much depth and it really makes you ponder about life, love, adventure, and how it, how you would handle a situation like the one the characters found themselves in. Uh, it's been 24 hours since I watched the movie and I'm still thinking about it and super excited to read the book and get more in depth uh, of the events that uh, transpired in the characters' lives. So, uh, I mean, the rating... This is based then... on the book? Uh well the b- book was based off of true events. So I mean it's based off of actual events is what they're saying. There's hmm. another one. Interesting. L- Linda Rich says just left a theater, a bit overcome, surprised at the ending. Loved the movie and the two main characters were cast perfectly. Uh quite uh it was quite intense and I can't imagine going through uh going through that. I mean I, I just have a lot I didn't really found any bad ones. Roland, uh, Roland Tucson says, excellent, superb acting, tremendous action footage, both above and below water. The love story hit you hard. Uh, yes, even you guys better have a tissue ready. Oh, you guys. I see. So, yeah. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> but he meant you guys, like yeah, you yeah, men, yeah. you, you big you masculine guys. men who don't cry ever. I never cry for I ever.
1: You never cry?
0: No, I didn't cry at the l- last episode of One Hundred through the entire thing at all.
1: Oh fucking hell! Oh, <laughs> uh, I did that as well.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm not really like, but it was like you. I was teary-eyed most of that episode because it was so intense. But
1: <sighs> people, if you if you think that's a bad show, you haven't really watched it.
0: That's true. You watched the first season and, or the first bunch of episodes or something, yeah?
1: Uh, uh. Yeah. No, I, I also had a hard time finding shit reviews of this. Uh, but uh, I I I did I did find half a star oh, from okay. the fact. Yes, yes. Uh, from the fact, a young man lived to tell her story. This movie is a total letdown. I was looking so forward to seeing this and it uh, left me with a bundle of anxiety and wondering why in the world I would subject myself to such a lack of entertainment. (laughs) I am definitely not alone in feeling this way regarding this new released true story movie. There wasn't one person I felt this particular true story was worthy a movie for entertainment. Maybe to demonstrate perseverance and courage, but really? I gave it half a star tomato because it was the lowest I could allow to select. Please don't get me wrong. I'm very glad Tammy lived to share a story, but this is not entertaining. It was very intense, but in a bad way. I highly recommend choosing another movie. So she didn't like it because it was too intense?
0: Well, that's what I heard from a lot of other people, but they liked it because it was intense. So I guess it just depends on what you what you want going into the movie. I, you know, what kind of headspace you're in at the time and things like that. I mean, it sounds intense. I, I mean, so. they're, anything you're, where you're, like, trapped out at sea or, like, that movie where the guy got his arm cut trapped under the rock that was based on mm. the true story, like, those kind of things, they're always, they make them intense on purpose.
1: But I also found a five star that I was kind of... <clears throat> Best movie I've seen in a long time. Bring Kleenex and not for the tears. What?
0: That mm-hmm. uh, sounds a little dirty. Yeah. That's why I mentioned it. What is, it? is this Pee Wee Herman? What's going on here? <laughs> Pee Wee Herman post that, bro? I don't know.
1: Yeah. But uh, that was fun.
0: What else came out this but, uh,
1: week?
0: Or yes, last upgrade. week, I guess. Upgrades. I
1: really, really want, really want to see this. Uh, it has uh, seven point eight on IMDb. It has eighty six on Rotten Tomatoes. A brutal mugging leaves trace, a great trace, paralyzed in the hospital. And his beloved wife, a millionaire investor, soon offers Trace a cure, an artificial intelligent implant called STEM that will enhance his body.
0: That sounds so, interesting.
1: And gets superhuman strengths and things like that. Obviously. Let's, yeah. What is the other movie that we. Um, oh,
0: well, this got uh, 7.8 out of 10, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got. Have you and heard of called... any of these people?
1: Yeah, but what is it called? You didn't say the name. No, of the I'm movie.
0: talking about upgrade still because we didn't cover any of oh. uh, any of this stuff. Uh, directed by. I, I, I said it. Dur- we didn't do the director or I... any of the actors or any of that. Oh stuff. no,
1: I I said we got the an IMDb and Robert Meadows.
0: Oh, uh, who, have you heard of any of these people?
1: No, never.
0: Logan Marshall Green, Melanie Vallejo. Yeah. Uh no. and directed by Lei Wamnell. Oh him. I like his last name, but I've never heard of him before. Uh he did Saw. Oh. And he did Insidious. Original? Yep, original, original Saw original? and Insidious. Oh. Ooh, cool. Yeah, so that actually he actually that could be good.
1: Mm. Now, another one is called uh, Action Point. Yeah, uh,
0: DC yeah. is a crackpot owner of Action Point, a low-rent, out-of-control amusement park where the ideas are designed with minimum safety for f- maximum fun. Just as his estranged daughter Boogie comes out to visit, a corporate mega park opens nearby. So it's like the small thing getting put out business by the big company. Very classic movie trope. Uh, Johnny Knoxville main character, uh, Bridget Luann Payne. Let's see who is directed by. T- directed by Tim Kirk- Kirkby. Kirkby. Uh, 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, bro. Yeah.
1: Doesn't look that good, does it? Uh, uh, 5.1 on IMDb.
0: A little better on IMDb. Kind of like the the poster looks very National plumed, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It looks like they're kind of ripping off National Lampoon, uh, but yeah, it's got the stars of Jackass, is what it says. Looks like it's got mm. a couple guys from Jackass in it.
1: Hmm. Ah, not a movie I'm super stoked for.
0: I kind of want to see it, but I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of a dork, so. I'm a dork. I mean, I guess I'm a dork for these kind of movies. Like, uh, I like most of the Jackass movies and things like that. I love Jackass. Oh, okay. So, why Dirty
1: you... and Dirty Grandpa was one of my favorite movies. Have never of seen them. that? Hmm. Have you not seen Dirty Grandpa?
0: Mm-mm, I've never seen wow. it. Wow. I'm gonna have to
1: see it. it huh? You should really look at that. That's one of their best, if you ask me.
0: Okay, yeah, I've never seen it. I've seen, I mean, I've seen all the Jackass movies, I've seen, I saw, I mean, I was, I watched the CKY movies, remember, did you ever see those before the Jackass stuff came out? No. Those are, like, no. way more intense than the Jackass, people are like, the Jackass movies are just one thing, but the CKY stuff was like, it was more real, it was more like a unproduced and things like that, you know what I mean? Uh... Or bum fights? Do you remember bum fights?
1: Yes, yes, I remember. Say, it was the same
0: fights. style of thing, except CKY. There were a few of them, but that's where all, yeah. Jackass and all that stuff came from. Originally, those were like that was weird because it was like at a time they were like selling it on DVD and VHS. You know what I mean? I mm. remember watching CKY on a VHS tape. That's hilarious, but
1: yes uh what should we do next we should maybe talk about uh what we want to plug do you have anything you want to plug
0: uh westcoastwrestling.com go check out oh. the tv show uh, audibletrialcom slash another digital citizen go get a free trial and free audiobook I was going to
1: say, is it something you want to plug other than that Santa?
0: (laughs) (laughs) In the movie theater with your tissues? Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Check out uh, that wrestling show uh, on iTunes. Check out us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. That would help us. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, next week, we will talk of news of the week. We will talk of Pizzagate. That is going to be interesting. <laughs> it's a long time since since that happened.
0: I think it's weird because we talked recently about, uh, that online character. Why can I not remember the name of it right now? Which is basically the, the extension of Pizzagate. We're kind of going back, uh, backwards a little bit, so...
1: Mm. Yeah uh, We will do money in the bank uh, Predictions I can't wait for our money in the bank So that's good And we will do an- another digital review Of
0: Hereditary
1: Hereditary What does that mean?
0: Uh, Like Passed down from generation to generation
1: ah. Hereditary
0: trait Yeah Mm. Drama thriller. So drama thriller. Yep. Mm. We'll see what it is next week.
1: Also next week we will uh, do the results of a match because we found out that CM Punk is uh, doing a UFC match again.
0: Right, UFC two twenty five. I guess it is on Saturday. So I guess we'll watch yes. it. I'm not probably yes. gonna watch the whole thing. I'll probably no. watch the you know the main fights of it. I'm not gonna watch like the pre show and all because UFC's. Honestly, really boring to me except for when they're actually fighting. Everything there's so much in between crap that I'm not interested in, but uh let's just met, let's just bet on the CM Punk match for fun. What do you think? Yeah. Of that? yeah.
1: Yeah. I will say he loses if that's okay. Uh
0: okay. I'll go with wins again. I think this is the exact same thing mm. we did on his last fight, but that's Yeah. Funny. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> I think it's better for me to stick with the same, so that uh, I think that gives me a better chance of winning than not than changing. So yeah, I'm fine with that.
1: And this is against a nobody.
0: I I, I, I haven't uh, even seen who he's fighting. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, uh, but but yeah, uh, and uh, the winner gets a pick for a, a topic. Isn't that cool?
0: Sure. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah.
1: Okay, from uh, Norway and from United States, uh, States of America, that has been another digital system. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.